0: We'll <laughs> Welcome to Section 247's The Goal Line Stand, all football, all the time, coming to you from the Michaels Glass Company studio. Michaels Glass Company serving the Philadelphia Tri-State area since 1978. 215-338-3293. Tell them Mike and Brett sent you. This is now our second annual mock draft show. Happy anniversary, technically speaking, to the program here. Yeah, that is true. Uh,
1: One year. I think we did it on the same day, too. I think it was.
0: It was right right around. It was right around this time. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take a few days.
1: Happy anniversary, goal
0: line stand. Happy anniversary to the goal line stand. Uh, That is the draft aficionado, Brett Halper, and I am Michael Lipinski. So here's how this is going to work. This is the NFL Mock Draft Show Part Uno. We're going to do round one. Check back with us for round two and three. As we always talk about on the program. The draft as a whole, the first three rounds are very, very important. You could probably argue round four, so that's why we're going to go a little bit more in depth uh, over the next two programs on the draft itself.
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. And before we begin, just to explain how I arrived at the picks in general. So, for the most part, if a team is selecting, and I and all the reports and everything that the news is reporting. Is suggesting one particular player. I'm not going to go counterculture and go completely rogue and select someone else. I went with that person. However, obviously, this is a crapshoot. So, in spots and draft picks where there is no consensus, I went with who I believe that team should pick. So, that is so it's a hybrid between
0: what will happen and what I think should happen. And there we go and you yeah. are you are the expert on it. So let's get to it. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they've been on the clock for about 15 years. So now with Urban Meyer at the helm, it is time for the first pick of the 2021 mock draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select quarterback. Right? Drum roll. Come on, it's Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. It's not going to be anybody else. No,
1: it it honestly, I don't think Urban Meyer came out of retirement in order to select Trevor Lawrence. This was, this was a foregone conclusion since the moment the Jaguars wrapped up the first pick of the draft. Thank you to the New York Jets. I guess if you're a Jaguar fan, uh, look, Trevor Lawrence has been the guy literally since he was a junior in high school. As we've talked about when we did our positional breakdown, 6'5", 5'8", five, five only weighed 213 pounds in his pro day, but that's because he then had shoulder surgery, so he wasn't lifting as much weight. They say that, A, he's going to be ready for training camp, and, B, that he should weigh between 220 and 225, which is a lot more acceptable. Look, we talked about it. He has all the tools. He is probably the top quarterback prospects. It's Andrew Luck. Strong arm, accurate, great anticipation, agile, athletic enough for design quarterback runs. Really just the total package with the long flowing hair.
0: I would agree with your assessment there. It's not going to be a surprise. With the second pick in the draft, the New York Jets select quarterback Zach Wilson, BYU. The San Francisco 49ers are now on the clock. Let's talk Zach Wilson. Yeah, so I
1: I would say this, so Zach Wilson has been uh, the consensus number two quarterback since the end of the college football season. But if you were thinking about this in the beginning of the year, this would be a surprise because Zach Wilson was really not on anyone's radar. Last year, he played with a bad shoulder, so he wasn't very impressive, but had an absolutely tremendous year. 6'2 and 3 eighths, 210 pounds, excellent athlete, uh, strong arm, accurate. He really is that modern day quarterback in that he he thrives in chaos. He throws tremendous off platform throws. Yeah, as we alluded to, I believe in our half uh halfway, our half season mock draft, excuse me. Yeah, people call him the Mormon Manziel, not because of his off-field behavior but because uh, sometimes he just chucks it uh, but it works out he has just some of that that magic that you need uh, to be a top quarterback and I think he's going to thrive in the offense it's going to be interesting to see how a mild-mannered kid from outside of Provo Utah handles the big city and all of that but you know from a football perspective it's going to be good
0: I believe he has reached out to some jet former Jet player, quarterbacks, yeah. guys who played in New York City uh, to ask about that. Like you go live in Florham Park. Who cares? Uh, third pick on the mock draft the San Francisco 49ers select quarterback, Mac Jones, Alabama. Roll tide. Talk me through this one. Yeah. So,
1: this again, this is based upon everything that I'm hearing for reasons still slightly beyond my comprehension the 49ers are enamored with mac jones by the way do you know mike that his full name is mccorkle
0: uh no i do now that's interesting yeah so i think from
1: now on we should just refer to him as mccorkle jones uh so he um look so six two five and five eights 217 pounds he has the best accuracy in the class amongst all the quarterback prospects he has elite decision making he's a great game he's a great processor makes quick decisions um, actually is not a terrible athlete he ran a 482 which is you know it is respectable he's able to elude some pressure right but i think that shanahan loves the decisiveness because if you look at jimmy grappolo's game a we're you know on top of it he always has lingering health issues But when he's actually healthy and in the game, one of the things that people fault with Garoppolo is that he's not decisive and doesn't get rid of the ball. So Mac Jones, that is what he's good at. To me, though, when you have Trey Lance and Justin Fields, two amazing athletes who have such elite physical traits, you really could evolve your offense so much further with a quarterback run game and you're selling yourself short by taking Mac Jones, who I believe is a slightly better version of Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't have traded up from 12 to 3 to draft the slightly better version of Kirk Cousins and given up all all those assets, but they did, and I believe that is going to be the
0: pick. With the number four pick, the Atlanta Falcons select tight end Kyle Pitts, Florida. The Cincinnati Bengals are now on the clock. This is an interesting one here. I could have seen a scenario where you have the Falcons going, I don't know, maybe quarterback. They're in a weird spot. So, So, again, chat me up here. Talk me through it. So, I agree with you. There is a thought that
1: they could draft a quarterback. However, the way in which the Falcons rework Matt Ryan's contract, it's essentially unfeasible for them to cut him within the next two years. It's one thing if it was a one-year deal, because then you could draft a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields, have him sit for one year. But to draft a guy to sit for two years at the fourth pick, that doesn't make much sense to me. On top of that, to, for the teams that are interested in the quarterback, to trade up to four, I think, is a little too much. So for that reason, I have the Falcons getting the guy who a lot of the true draft experts call you know the most dynamic athlete in the entire draft Kyle Pitts as you mentioned from Florida a St. Joseph's St. Joseph's prep alum six foot six two hundred forty five pounds we talked about it ran a four four forty has I believe the longest wingspan ever recorded for a skill player he's honestly Mike Evans but a tight end and you know he's he's like that ultimate chess piece that an offensive coordinator is gonna get to use whether Adam wide out, whether a tight end, you know, obviously I think he, he could probably improve his blocking a little bit, but if you're drafting him to block, then you're, you're basically wasting him. But either way, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see him paired with Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and it's he, sort of the Falcons last run with Matt Ryan.
0: I was going to say last gasp here with Matt, with Matt Ryan trying to make a run at it uh, with the fifth pick. In the 2021 NFL Mock Draft Part Uno, the Cincinnati Bengals select offensive tackle Penn soul Oregon. The Miami Dolphins are now on the clock. I love this pick. I, I like this player. I really like this player. I know there's some talk of him falling on on boards. However, you have a franchise quarterback. You need to protect him. Exactly. That that
1: was my thinking uh, in this uh, with this pick. So essentially, this pick, it's going to come down to whether it's Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase. And remember, Jamar Chase was Joe Burrow's teammate back at LSU. So apparently, Joe Burrow is lobbying the team, to draft Jamar Chase. To me, though, look, Joe Burrow right now is nursing a really bad knee injury. Why? Because his offensive line was a sieve. I understand that they picked up Riley Reef. That's great. Riley Reef is not the messiah. And on top of that, the last time I checked, you need to field five offensive linemen in order to have a complete offensive line. Why not get a rare talent who you're going to have for the next 10 years? Jamar Chase is a great receiver. Believe me, we're going to be talking about him very, very soon. But you need to protect Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase or Tyler Boyd or any other receiver for the Bengals is useless if Joe Burrow is either A on his ass or B in an operating room getting his knee fixed. And on top of it, not only does this help your pass game and Joe Burrow, it also helps your run game, right? Which has really talented players in it, particularly with uh, Joe Mixon. So I don't, to me, this is the offensive lineman. You gotta build from the inside out. You gotta fortify your trenches.
0: I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, With a sixth pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, The Miami Dauphin Select wide receiver, Jamar Chase, LSU. The Detroit Lions are now on the clock. We just mentioned Jamar Chase uh, 22 seconds ago. (laughs) Get into it.
1: Yeah, so look, uh, to me, he is the top true wide receiver prospect in this class. 6'1", 208, really just has elite physical traits. Uh, Tested actually a lot faster than people were anticipating. We discussed this in our positional breakdown episodes that this year was a bit unique because there was no combine. And in pro days, players typically and traditionally run faster because it's in the college's interest to post faster times. Nonetheless, he did run a 4.3840, which is super impressive. Uh, Just great route runner, tremendous at the 50-50, great releases, just super physical. Think of like a fast Anquan Bolden. Now you know the Dolphins. They traded when they traded back into the top six when they traded with the Eagles. The reason they did that was in order to select either Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. Uh, and Chase is going to pair excellently with Devontae Parker, Kyle Fuller, Mike Gesicki to really have a great trio of pass, catch, pass catching options. Or yeah, well, trio or uh, quadruple. Threat. Oh, quite. there we go. Um, so, Tua is going to have plenty of options to develop. And it's going to be really interesting, though, if Pitts and Chase are off the board, because then the Dolphins might be forced to trade back, at which point they're going to look like idiots for trading with the Eagles. And the Eagles really will look like they fleece the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I would. I would. Oh, let's not get that far. You're giving them too much credit. Oh, Detroit is on the clock, but we got ourselves our first trade. Uh, the Washington football team jumps from number 19 to number seven. Uh, Washington trades from this draft, the first pick, they're 19, and they're seventy-fourth. Next year's two and next year's four to Detroit. Detroit will obviously uh, fall back to 19. and oh, I'm sorry, Detroit trades the seven and a six-round pick. So with that being said, Washington football team selects quarterback, trade lance north dakota state talk me through it talk me through the scenario
1: so you know to me washington is a team a very promising team that is a quarterback away from really starting to build towards something special you know we talked about in the previews before this past season how strong that defensive line was going to be and they obviously delivered big time, winning the division. Now, granted, it was the worst division, perhaps, in the history of football. But nevertheless, they still won it. Uh, and now you're going to have – you can start building offensively. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. Then you have bring in Trey Lance, 6'3 and 7'8, 224 pounds, strong arm, quick decision maker. He played in the most pro-ready system up in North Dakota State. Uh, so even though people will sort of look negatively on the fact that he was playing in the FCS, because his North Dakota State it actually was a very sophisticated system. He is an excellent runner who can run with power. He has some accuracy and footwork issues that I think it's it's very good that he's going to be able to sit for a year. And to me, though, I think Washington is enamored with the fact that he was already taking snaps from under center and was already making reads and adjustments uh, at the line of scrimmage as compared with Justin Fields, which is why I have Washington
0: trading up for Lance as opposed to Fields. Interesting. Interesting to see if that happens. They do need a quarterback. Uh, With the eighth pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, we've got ourselves – hold on, Carolina's on the clock, but we got ourselves another trade here, and this one is interesting. Uh, New England has jumped up to take the number eight spot. So New England trades the fifteenth and the one twentieth this year, and a second round pick next year to move up to eight. They also get a seventh round pick later on this year. So New England is now on the clock. New England is now on the clock taking the eighth pick. Excuse me. New England is now picking. The Broncos are on the clock. So you have New England moving up to eight, and they take quarterback. Justin Fields, Ohio State.
1: Yeah, so, you know, this is completely out of character for New England. However, if you look at what they did this past free agency uh, period, that was also completely out of character. And I think that the Patriots made the assessment that, frankly, the entire league did, which was their roster really just – it. it the depth went away. They were really devoid of talent. So they brought in a lot of good players. I don't think they brought in a lot of all pros, but they just, they raised the level of talent on the roster. Now, the fact, New England, I think, operates under the assumption that, look, we're not going to be picking in the teens very often. They they always will believe and hold themselves to a standard of picking in the late 20s and hopefully the 30s. So if they're 15th, You're so close to being able to get an elite quarterback prospect. And here, Justin Fields falls to eight. You don't have to give up as much as you would as opposed to going up to four like we talked about. And in that sense, you also don't have to give up a first-round pick next year, I believe. So for that reason, I think that New England goes up to get Justin Fields, uh, who is a physical freak, 6'3", 227 ran a 4-4-4, 40-yard dash, super strong arm. I believe that he's more accurate than people believe. You know, Justin Fields has truly been the lightning rod in this entire draft class and this draft period. Um, you know, I think some of that we'll, we'll probably save for an episode after the draft to talk about. Uh, but to me, I don't think he has trouble making a second read. He Playing at Ohio State, except for a few games, he was never really forced to do so, and also he had such belief in his abilities that he instead, I wouldn't say he was playing hero ball, but he just said, no, look, I could make that first read. It's a difficult ball, but I could fit it in there. Um, I think the one thing with him is you'd like to see a quicker release. Sometimes it's a little bit longer, but you know he's going to be working with Cam Newton, uh, who I believe will help him because he also has a very similar physical style. And Belichick and McDaniels really enjoyed the flexibility that Cam Newton brought to that offense. So I think it's a really fascinating pick and can set the Patriots up for success for a while.
0: It's a super, super fascinating pick, and it'll be interesting to see if it happens. Uh, with the ninth pick in the 20, 2021 NFL Mock Draft Part Uno, the Denver Broncos select linebacker Micah Parsons, Penn State. The Dallas Cowboys are now, now on the clock. Uh, Michael Parsons, you got him going in the top ten. A lot of people have him falling like a rock because of some off the field issues and personality problems.
1: Yeah. So look, there are some documented things. There were some things from high school. I think he at one point he he yelled or something to to cause like a panic while he was in high school. There were he was named initially in the hazing investigation where there was a former player that alleged that a bunch of players that hazed him and that there were even like sexual assault, things of that nature. But he was then cleared of that stuff. Um, You know, look, those things are issues. But I think that in general, you have a guy who loves football and is unbelievably talented and the number one linebacker in this class. Frankly, I think if, if this plays out this way, I do think Denver might be a little pissed because – I think Denver really is in the quarterback uh, market. So they very well could be a player to trade up. And while they won't, while one of the teams like Detroit or Carolina may not receive as much compensation in return, they'd only have to be going back to number nine. So look for Denver potentially to trade up. But going back to Micah Parsons, 6'3, 245, 4'3, 9, 40 yard dash just an elite athleticism sideline to sideline three down linebacker you know once he diagnoses the play watch out he's gonna blow it up uh has you know good pass coverage and also can rush the passer so imagine pairing him with von Miller and Bradley Chubb to me that makes your defense a lot better and the reason they didn't go corner at least in my mock draft is because they addressed that in free agency with the signings of Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby
0: Good old Ronald Darby. And now why, we're, why we are really here. We get a run of three picks in a row from the National Football Conference Eastern Division, uh, the bottom of the barrel as, as <laughs> yeah. for the National Football League. So with the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Mock Draft Part uno, the Dallas Cowboys select offensive tackle Rashawn Slater, Northwestern. The New York football giants are now on the clock. Rashawn Slater going to Dallas. Oh so interesting here.
1: Yeah, so I think a lot of people have Dallas pegged to play to take a defensive player. But to me, if you look at Dallas from a few years ago when they were, you know, were right, what like 13 and three, uh, when Dak and Zeke were rookies, the, the reason that that team was so strong and the reason that they excelled, you know, the end of Tony Romo's career when they had DeMarco Murray was because of that offensive line. And. You know, last year that offensive line, all the starters either retired or ended up on injured reserve. And it was a, it was in complete shambles. Now you have everyone coming back. So at absolute bare minimum, Rashawn Slater comes in, replaces Connor Williams, and now you have the best offensive line again in the NFL. Worst case scenario, Tyron Smith, who many people believe is sort of on his last legs, if you know, within the next year or so he has to retire. Rashawn Slater steps in seamlessly as your next left tackle for the next 10 years. Now he isn't Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, you could argue, is a Hall of Famer. I don't know if Rashawn Slater is gonna be that. Physically, they're a little different. Slater, 6'4, 304, not quite as big, not, not doesn't quite have the wingspan that Tyron Smith did. But you know, ran a 488-40, great athleticism and feet, a real technician. You know, his claim to fame, and one of the reasons scouts love him is the way in which he handled Chase Young in 2019. But to me, I just think this gets the Cowboys back to what they want to do offensively. And if you're able to run the ball in such an effective manner, you're going to keep your defense off the field. So if your defense isn't quite as good, if they're not on the field, they can't suck it up. Or stink it up, excuse me.
0: Yeah, I, I like Rashawn Slater. That's why in my mock draft on at GL Stan show, at GL, GLS underscore Eagles, I picked him for the Eagles. Obviously, he won't be there in your scenario. Uh, with the 11th pick of the 2021 NFL mock draft, the New York football Giants select wide receiver Jalen Waddell, Alabama. The Philadelphia Eagles are now on the clock. Take me through this one. I, I, I think I understand it. It's a little scary if that's the direction it goes for an Eagles fan.
1: Well, I understand where you're getting at. So to me, I think the Giants have done a decent job in free agency. And yes, I'm actually commending the putts of East Rutherford, also known as Dave Gettleman, the Giants' general manager, because look, you have to finally add talent around Daniel Jones in order to truly assess whether he is the guy. That's why, frankly, the Giants aren't in the discussion right now to draft one of those quarterbacks because they haven't seen enough one way or another to truly say, all right, Daniel Jones is the answer or not. To get a guy like Jalen Waddell, that is a game changer. You know, next to Jamar Chase, I have Jalen Waddell ranked as my second wide receiver. He truly is an elite deep threat, very similar to his former teammate, Henry Ruggs, who went, I believe it was the 12th pick last year, to the now Las Vegas Raiders. Um, You know, just elite speed. Very He, I believe, is the closest thing we have to Tyreek Hill. So what is that? That just opens up so many opportunities in the offense, not only for Jalen Waddell himself, but for everyone else, because it opens up different pockets of the field, not only for the receivers, but for the run game with returning Saquon Barkley. So that's why I think Jalen Waddell just adds so many different dimensions to the New York Giant offense. Should they bring him in?
0: That makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense to me.
1: Yeah. It does. I, I mean, as. That's as he, he yeah, that's why it's not going to. I'm sure Gentleman's listening to this right now because <laughs> obviously. Who wouldn't be listening to our show? Exactly. And that's why he's not going to do that just to
0: piss me off and spite me. Just remember, Dave, it's not me calling you the fuck. It's <laughs> you calling you the I uh, With the 12th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft part, you know, South Philadelphia just erupted, erupted. We have a trade. Someone just threw the remote through the TV at Chickie's and Pete's at the draft party. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have traded the 12th pick. To the Arizona Cardinals. So here's what we got. The uh, Arizona trades the, their first pick, 16, and, and uh, their fifth-round pick, 160, to the Eagles, as well as a 2022 third-round pick uh, to move up to get to number 12. So the Arizona Cardinals are the pick. The Arizona Cardinals select cornerback J.C. Horn, South Carolina. The Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock. I uh, Talk to me here. The Eagles trade and the Cardinal pick. Well, so I'm going to hold off on talking about the Eagles
1: component to the trade until we get to their pick, because then you'll understand why I did it. But with respect to Arizona, they really are in the market for a cornerback. And the word on the street is that the Chargers are very interested in a quarterback, cornerback as well. And there really are in this draft two elite corners, J.C. Horn from South Carolina and Patrick Sertan from Alabama so by moving up to 12 they guarantee that they're able to select one of those guys and JC Horn is starting to pick up some momentum as the top guy when, when I described them uh, when I compared Horn and Sertan in our positional ranking episode I said Horn is sort of the guy who runs hot and cold whereas Sertan you know he's sort of more steady Eddie um, you know with JC Horn you know, six feet, 205, ran a 439, 41-inch vertical, elite quickness, great hips, great at tracking the pass, has great ball skills, and he just has that swagger, uh, which to me I think remind will remind Arizona of the recently departed Patrick Peterson who left to go to Minnesota. So to me, I think they've replaced Peterson with a super talented young corner in J.C. Horn. The son of one Joe Horn receiver for the New Orleans Saints,
0: with the 13th pick in the 2021 NFL Mock Draft, the last the Los Angeles Chargers select cornerback Patrick Sertain, the second Alabama. The Minnesota Vikings are now on the clock, right, it leads to the scenario you just uh, laid out there, sir.
1: Yeah, so you know, I think some people think that LA might be in the uh, market for an offensive lineman, which definitely makes sense. But to me, they, you know, they recently their new head coach Brandon Staley comes over from the Los Angeles Rams. He was the defensive coordinator. I think he'd like to build, uh, build up that defense and that their pass defense has struggled lately, obviously, due to injuries and age. So bring in Patrick Sertan the second, smooth as silk, 6'2", 208, ran a 4'4", three year starter at Alabama, just does everything well, has all The physical traits demonstrates all the physical traits you would want in a top flight corner. And, you know, I think Staley has a home run. To me, he's also Sertan's one of the safest picks, frankly, of the entire first round. So it really helps build up that defense for the Chargers.
0: With the 14th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Minnesota Vikings select defensive end, Jalen Phillips, Miami. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Talk me through it. So if you recall, last
1: year the Vikings traded for Yannick and Ngakwe, and it just did not work out. Uh, You think back to when the Vikings made that NFC Championship run, which ultimately uh, ended in Philadelphia. You know, they had a really strong defense. Obviously didn't show up that day uh, against the Eagles to the delight of all Philadelphia Eagles fans. But you know, that defense, if you look at them, if you compare what they were then to now, it's completely different. It's just not as formidable. And I think this pick starts to bring back some of the swagger that they had. To me, Jalen Phillips is the top edge rusher in this class. 6'5, 256, ran in a you know, a blistering 4'56, 40 yard dash. The the lone issue with him, it's a health issue. And Look, he had to medically retire while he, after he was playing at UCLA due to concussions. Came back unretired and then transferred to Miami. Had an amazing year, eight sacks, 15 and a half tackles for loss. So to me, he supposedly checked out when he went to Indianapolis um, recently as all the medical checks went sort of like it was a combine. To me, I, I think he has such talent as an edge rusher he's worth the risk at pick number 14 to sort of build back this defense.
0: With the 15th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Carolina Panthers select offensive lineman Elijah Vera Tucker, USC. The Eagles are now on the clock. Talk me through it. So to me, Carolina, you know, you have a new quarterback in
1: Sam Darnold. You have a returning star running back in Christian McCaffrey, who's coming back from injury. You need to, they spent the entire draft class last year on defensive players. You got to start fortifying your offensive line. Uh, You know, Matt Rule is kind of an old school guy, wants to be able to be physical on both lines. So to me, Elijah Vera Tucker, one of the most talented players in this draft class, uh, could be an excellent tackle, but I think he's going to be an all pro guard very soon in his career. 6'4, 300, great athleticism, great feet. You know, he has great body control and get off his ability to engage in a run blocking game. I think that's really going to help out with Christian McCaffrey. So to me, you know, you move down from eight because to, you know, I don't understand. Some people are talking about Carolina potentially drafting one of these quarterbacks. Look, I like these quarterbacks a lot, but why on earth would you have given up all those draft picks to take Sam Darnold then? That to me just makes no sense. So because for that reason, I think they're going to trade back. And here, you know, they pick up a really solid player who's going to, you know, potentially be with the team for the next 10 years.
0: With the 16th pick of the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select wide receiver Devonta Smith, Alabama. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. Talk me through it. I will give you my quick rebuttal.
1: See, now, for all those people who threw their remote into the TV, you could calm down. You didn't need to do that because you still end up getting the wide receiver that I think you would have gotten at 12. So my reasoning behind that trade from the Eagles' perspective is you had the Chargers, who I believe were not going to go wide receiver at 13. 14, the Vikings don't need a receiver, considering they have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. 15, I I, I believe the Panthers... Want to go offensive line. So that's why I said, all right, you know what? I could trade back to 16 if I'm the Eagles. You pick up a fifth rounder this year and another third rounder next year. You have so much draft capital then. And you still get Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama, you know, the the best route runner, the best hands in the class. You know, despite the fact that he's only 6'1, 166 pounds, he's demonstrated the ability to release off of press coverage. You know, now you, have, now you have a very interesting young group of receivers in Jalen Rager who, look, I still think that the Eagles should have drafted Justin Jefferson. And, Mike, I don't know, did you see the video that they released of the Vikings coaching staff and scouts laughing at the Eagles? Yeah, when they... I don't want to talk about it. Okay, all right, sorry. But, look, I think Jalen Rager, he didn't light the world on fire, but I think you could agree, Mike, that he did – progress his rookie year. He de- he played better towards the end than he did in the beginning. Well, I think in the beginning he was hurt. So there you go. I'm trying to, you know, I'm glass half full guy on Jalen Rager. You have Travis Fulgham, who I think is a decent number what? two guy. You're trying to sell this to me, right? No, I'm just explaining my okay. reasoning. You have Travis Fulgham, who I think is a, dec- was a very good find for an undrafted free agent. You have Greg Ward, good slot guy. And now you, have, you throw Devonta Smith into the mix. I think it's a young, talented receiver, and that's something you guys desperately
0: needed. Uh, Yes, they do desperately need that. They also need an accurate quarterback. Uh, look, from the aspect of, draw, of dropping back to pick up draft capital, I like the move. I think the Eagles need to – this is a rebuild. This isn't anytime soon kind of thing. I like a defensive player there. I like one of the cornerbacks that you can have for the next – I don't know. Ten years. Think Bobby Taylor. Those guys. A lot of things about Devonta Smith. You play. You you laid it out. I I I watched him play. But 100, 160 pounds in the National Football League is a little bit scary. Look, I wouldn't be upset of it happening. Obviously. So, but it's definitely interesting.
1: Look, you know, a few trips to Chickies and John's roast pork. That's he's at one He's at one seventy real quick.
0: That's true. I can add him to the Cheesesteak Facebook group. He'll be fine.
1: And look, just a little bit of foreshadowing, I think Philadelphia is going to end up okay in this draft.
0: Yes, yes, maybe. Uh, with the 17th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Jeremiah osubu uh linebacker, Notre <laughs> Dame. You know, you have to put these things out genetically. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are on the clock.
1: Yeah, so look, the the Las Vegas Raiders defense last year was terrible. Uh, And there are multiple guys that they could have uh, taken. Perhaps the Raiders might try the unique strategy of, you know, handing in a card with two defensive players and seeing if, uh, you know, the NFL just gives them two for a price of one. Who knows? No one's ever tried it. But anyways, look, the one thing we do know is that Mike Mayock and John Gruden have, look, for lack of a better term, they have a hard-on for guys from big programs. So Jeremiah Wusu has played for several years. He's a leader on the Notre Dame defense. Uh, didn't run 48 in his pro days. 6'1, 221. Had amazing short, subtle, and three cone results, though. Just super fast. He is a defensive weapon. He is a guy who's going to cover every inch of the field. And particularly in a division where you're going to have the Chiefs with the guy named Patrick Mahomes and the Chargers with Justin Herbert, the young up and comer you need a defense with fast guys who are aggressive. And, you know, Owusu Koromoa, he's almost like a Jamal Adams in a way because he's incredibly effective as a blitzer and also great in coverage. So to me, this is the kind of guy you want to build the defense around.
0: With the 18th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Miami Dolphins select defensive end Quitty Pay, Michigan. The uh, Detroit Lions are now on the clock. Talk me through this one. Yeah, so I do want to mention that, of course, this is the
1: one frustrating thing that happens when you do a mock draft, is that then there's always subsequent developments that might change your thinking. One thing to keep in mind is that as of this morning, uh, the Miami Dolphins traded Eric Flowers. Yes, that Eric Flowers, the once former ninth pick of the draft for the New York Giants. Uh, actually, back to Washington. Uh, and in doing so, they announced that they're going to move Robert Hunt, who was last year's second round pick, to guard. The reason I mention that is because this pick, they might look offensive tackle. However, as it stands for this mock draft, I have him going with Quiddy Pay, the defensive end for Michigan, six-two and and 261, 452, 40 yard dash, 36 reps uh, you know, at 225. Very versatile, can play inside, rusty tackle, very strong. And with the fact that the Dolphins released Kyle Van Noy and Shaq Lawson, they really need to build up that pass rush. And to me, that's why I had them go defensive end with this pick. But again, they might
0: elect to go offensive tackle instead. Just something to keep your eye on. Eric Flowers, man, the gift that keeps on giving to somebody. I don't know. Uh, With the 19th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Detroit Lions select defensive tackle Christian Barrymore, Alabama. What is it? That's Alabama one, two, what is that? That's the third, the fourth Alabama guy to go now? Waddle Smith, uh, and there's another
1: one. And Patrick Sertan, sub-fourth.
0: Right? Correct.
1: Yeah. It's a slow year for Alabama.
0: You want to talk to him? you want to talk about him? Yeah, sure, I can do that. No.
1: Uh, so... Christian Barmore, uh, look, Detroit has a lot of holes on both sides of the ball. To me, you know, I think that sometimes it's good to develop an area with a lot of strength. Uh, You know, they acquired Michael Brockers during the offseason for the Rams, and I think that Barmore would pair really nicely with him. And they have a few decent, uh, promising edge rushers. So to me, I think that you could, with the addition of Barmore, you now have a nice younger defensive line. 6'4", 3'10", ran a 4'9", 40 yard dash, had eight sacks this year. You know, initially, I when we talked about him in the positional rankings, I had him as a second-round pick. The more I looked at him, I compared him to two guys from Alabama who did go in the second round and Ashawn Robinson and Jerron Reed, and I was like, you know what? He's more of a penetrating threat, so for that reason, I have him going in the
0: first round here to uh, the Detroit at number 19. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL Mock Draft, the Chicago Bears select offensive tackle Christian Darisaw, Virginia Tech. The Indianapolis Colts are now on the clock. Interesting pick here. Talk me through it.
1: Well, look, uh, if Andy Dalton's going to be the guy, and you know, we know that he is not the most uh, elusive or he's not the you know scrambling type. You're going to need to improve that offensive line. To me, Christian Darisaw is, uh, you know, very experienced, very powerful guy, six five three twenty two. uh So to me, he helps protect Andy Dalton, also helps open up the run lanes for David Montgomery. Uh, you got to do something uh, considering that the Bears missed out on the Russell Wilson sweepstakes and then also did not get involved in trading up
0: for one of the top five quarterbacks uh, in this year's draft. They're gonna hate that. They're gonna hate that pick in Chicago, and they should. he probably shouldn't, but they're going to. Well, may, maybe they like other picks later on. That's yes, true. Yes. Sure. With the twenty-first pick in the twenty twenty-one NFL mock draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Aziz Adjulari, edge rusher from the University of Georgia. The Tennessee Titans are now on the clock. He should not be confused with Colonel Aziz of WWE fame. <laughs> This is this
1: is an excellent point. Uh, look, the Colts' top needs are edge rushing, or the edge rushers, and a left tackle. To me, right here, I thought that Aziz Ojolari provided the best value. Um, you know, unfortunately, some of the other defensive end picks for the Colts, like Kamoko Teray from Rutgers, have not panned out or developed in the way that they had hoped. Uh, Ojolari had a lot of production in Georgia. 6'2", uh, and a quarter, 249, uh, four six, two forty. He is, you know, decent bend, but just plays with great speed, great initial pass rush move. Uh, so I think that he's the guy who could really help out, particularly when you have a guy like DeForest Buckner in the middle.
0: Do they not go tackle here because the tackle they want goes earlier? Or uh, Look, I'm asking because if I'm Carson Wentz and I have a fresh start here, in a new home, I want to be protected a little bit more than I was previously in Philadelphia. Well,
1: he's already, as it stands now, if you looked at the Colts roster, without the addition of anyone in the 21, uh, excuse, the 21 draft, he's already going to be more well-protected. Um, to me, the reason I did this was because I thought there was more depth where they're going to be picking in the second round as it relates to offensive tackles as, as compared
0: with edge rushers. Fair enough, a little bit of a, uh, uh, a lead in there for round two. With the 22nd pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Tennessee Titans select, I like this one, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota.
1: Yeah, to me, this is uh, literally it's Corey Davis leaves, Rashad Bateman comes in. I Even though Corey Davis was a top 10 pick, I frankly think Rashad Bateman is a better version of what Corey Davis brought to Tennessee. Uh, you know, just a really good intermediate threat route runner, very good at contested catches, Six one two ten 2'10", physical, also a really good run blocking receiver, which is important in Tennessee when you have a guy named Derrick Henry. So it's just that tone setting kind of player. Um, and to me, you need to be able to keep the, the pass game viable in order to keep Derrick Henry moving the way he does.
0: I would agree with you. I think Rashad Bateman is a little bit of an – I don't want to say underrated wide receiver in this group, but he's unheralded maybe, uh, considering some of the top guys. I, I really like him as, as a player. Yeah. With the 23rd pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the New York Jets select cornerback Caleb Farley, Virginia Tech. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are now on the clock. Farley dropping here a little bit. Are teams worried about the back? Yeah, so –
1: Caleb Farley had a uh, minor uh, discectomy in his uh, low neck, upper back, uh, and previously had two other back surgeries. He did go to Indianapolis, and he checked out. There is some conflict as to whether the doctors clearing him means he's okay at the beginning of training camp, or it means well he'll be playing football at some point in the 2021 season. So because of that, he's falling, but he's not going to fall to the second round because the bottom line is he's been cleared to move, you know, to play. Uh, So I think that at worst case scenario, you put him on the pup list and he misses the first six games. But this guy is so talented that, you know, if everything checks out physically, honestly, he could have been in consideration with the top two guys of JC Horn and Patrick Sertan. And for the New York Jets, You know, look, you're in a major rebuild. You have holes all over the defense. You could, could have gone edge rusher. You could go offensive line. You could get more weapons for your new quarterback. But to me, Caleb Farley presents the best value because this is a guy who truly is an elite talent, far better than the 23rd player in this class, if healthy. So to me, I think he's worth the slight risk considering you have so many draft picks.
0: And it helps your defense. I mean, it makes sense. It's just one of those things. He's uh so highly thought of and now here we have him at 23. Look, it's still first round pick. I mean, <laughs> it's not to, it's not anything to shit on here. Uh, they when, got a they got a pairing with bless Austin. Yeah, that's true. Uh the 24th pick of the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Najee Harris running back. Alabama, Jacksonville Jaguars are back on the clock. Uh this one is interesting and kind of scary. Why? Why scary? Uh, Pittsburgh in a run game, oh, and, and okay. a running back like that. It's Not just scary. scary. They're, they're, yeah. There's a handful of them. You know, the bus, Franco Harris. Yeah, you know, this is a very Pittsburghish offensive type of pick. Yeah, I mean, think about it.
1: Since Le'Veon Bell and the contract issues and all of that stuff, the Pittsburgh offense really hasn't been the same. You look at last year, uh, and there were the running game was literally non-existent. Najee Harris is a power back who really brings uh, not only he's a three down back who brings you power, but is also accomplished in the passing game. So he gives you value there. You know, he runs excellent routes, soft hands. And to me, he is by far the best running back and and someone who desperately is is going to take a lot of pressure off of Roethlisberger and eventually whomever replaces Roethlisberger.
0: With the 25th pick, In the 2021 NFL Mock Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select safety. Trayvon Morig at Texas Christian University. Talk me through it. So, you know, Jacksonville,
1: again, you know, this is a rebuild team. They have a lot of different holes. We've talked about, particularly with a guy like Sidney Jones, they have a lot of up-and-coming defensive backs, particularly cornerbacks. But the one thing that they don't have is an elite center fielder. And that's what Trevon Morag is. Just He is by far the best safety in this class. And that's why Jacksonville picks him up here. Six feet, 202, just the best instincts and ball skills uh, in, in the class. You know, Just the ability to capitalize on the nuances of the position always seems to be in the right spot. Good tackler, physical. He's one of those guys that you want to have as the cornerstone of a defense.
0: You know who else does not have a – Locked down center fielder to the Philadelphia Phillies. But I digress. That's for another time. Uh, with the 26th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Cleveland Browns select linebacker, Zaven Collins, Tulsa. The Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Interesting. Browns going defense here when there are some apparent, I use air quotes, issues uh, on offense with uh, your buddy, Odell Beckham Jr.
1: Well, you know, there's always uh, issues with Odell Beckham, uh, whether on the field or sometimes having to do with bodily fluids, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, uh, you know, despite that, you think about it, their offense still, their offense is really built around the run. And I think that their offense is fairly prolific as it stands right now. I'm sure that they're going to add some pieces throughout the draft. But really, that defense needs to pick it up. I think the Jadavian Clowney signing was good. They brought in a few guys in the defensive backfield. Their linebacker core needs some upgrading. And to me, Zaven Collins just brings a unique skill set. 6'4", 200. So he's listed at 259. I think his pro day, he actually weighed closer to 270. Ran a 467 40-yard dash. That is just outstanding size for a linebacker, but also a linebacker that can go sideline to sideline and is a three-down backer. I mean, you know, we think of like a 270-pound backer and bring it to the Philadelphia. You think of like a LeVon Kirkland, who the moment there was a passing down, he was immediately going to the sideline. But Zayvon Collins is a tone setter, very physical, uh, I think really will uh, acquit himself well in the AFC North.
0: With the 27th pick in the 2021 NFL Mock Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Terrence Marshall wide receiver LSU. Yeah, so
1: Baltimore really needs to provide a a few more receiving threats for uh, Lamar Jackson on the outside. Uh, This pick is frankly because Miles Boykin is not delivered the way the team hoped he would. So interestingly, Terrence Marshall – If you go back two seasons ago, the LSU had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Terrace Marshall at 6'2.5", 205, actually played the slot. And then this year moved outside and played X. So to me, what I think is really nice about him is he actually has the ability to play several different positions on your offense. And also, he ran far faster than most people expected. Ran a four-three-eight forty. So he has a lot of positional versatility. He can play inside or outside. And, you know, Lamar Jackson likes larger targets. Think about how he always opts to throw to the tight end. And he's very good as a uh, run blocker. Uh, to me, I think this is just a great pick. And, he, like usual, someone like who perfectly fits what Baltimore wants to do ends up going to
0: Baltimore. Uh, I was going to say that is a very, very Baltimore pick. Yeah. Uh, with the 28th pick in the 2021 20, NFL mock draft, the New Orleans Saints select wide receiver Kadarius Tony. Florida, the Packers are on the clock. Talk me through this one. So Sean Payton loves his gadget guys, right? I mean, think of Taysom
1: Hill, sort of the way he runs the offense. Kadarius Tony is sort of that gadget kind of wide receiver. He's a little smaller, but he's he's like a smaller, quicker version of Debo Samuel, right? So this is a guy who you're going to use as a running back, a lot of jet sweeps, things of that nature. Uh, you know, 5'11 and 5'8, 193 pounds, ran a four three nine. 9, quicker. Even though he ran a four three nine, he's actually quicker than fast, but he's a yard after the catch guy. Very competitive, very feisty, going to fight for those extra yards. But I, to me, I think he brings, he he helps Sean Payton, you know, roll out 10 extra plays that a defense is going to have to account for because of his unique skill set.
0: With the 29th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Green Bay Packers select wide receiver Elijah Moore. Oh, miss. Aaron Rodgers gets himself a skill guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was
1: watching Aaron Rodgers a few weeks ago on Jeopardy, and I appreciated his hosting abilities. And I'm like, you know what? He deserves to have a receiver in the first round for once in his entire career. And honestly, you have a guy like Elijah Moore sitting there at 29. At at that point, literally, if Elijah Moore, they they overlook a guy like that to to draft, I don't know, a safety, another running back from Boston College, they definitely have it out for Aaron Rodgers. But Elijah Moore, 5'9", 184. To me, he is just that tremendous do-it-all slot receiver, great speed and agility great to work in traffic, find those little you know, pockets of the zone to sit down and get those crucial yards. you got to give Rodgers talent to work with. And you also have to take the heat off of Devontae Adams. And it's like everyone knows exactly what they're going to do. If you, pres- if you present another option, I mean, maybe the Packers actually go to one of these Super Bowls as opposed to just losing the conference
0: championship game. That is a very fine point. Uh, with the 30th pick in the 2021 NFL mock draft, Bill the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia welcomes Greg Newsom, the second cornerback, Northwestern. The Ravens are back on the clock. I like Greg Newsom as a pick, as a player, so I really like this pick.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, to their credit, Buffalo has now built up that team to the point where you look at that roster and you're like, okay, there's not really holes. It's just, let's just get better. And you look at the board. Greg Newsom is just solid as they come. You know, coming from Northwestern, being coached up by Pat Fitzgerald and his staff, he's smart, aggressive, loves to play football. Six feet one ninety-two, ran a you know sub four four forty. Um, you know, very feisty, loves to tackle. You pair him up with Tre'Davious White. That's the kind of defense you're gonna need when you're playing you know, yeah, because think about it buffalo now they're not even it's no longer about evaluating all right what do we need to do to win the division it's what do we need to do to win the conference so to pair him up with a Tradavius white to take on the kansas city chiefs in the playoffs that's the kind of guy you're gonna need so to me i think it, it's uh i would be very excited if i was a bills fan and greg Newsom comes
0: you know at the 30th pick i would agree with you with the 31st pick, the Baltimore Ravens select defensive end Jason Owe, Penn State, the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now on the clock. Talk to me about this pick.
1: So uh, Jason Owe of Blair Academy, the Buccaneers. Uh, I would recommend, you know, if you're playing at Blair Academy, be sure to put on your socks. I played a game there once barefoot. Uh, That's a uh, a story for another day shout out to all my former uh lawrenceville teammates for that one uh, anyways uh going back to the pick to me you know so baltimore uh lost matthew judon to the new england patriots during the offseason to me jason Oway is just a perfect replacement for him he's actually a bigger stronger faster version of judon though the so he's six five two fifty seven Ran a 436 40-yard dash, which is just insane. Um, you know, he didn't have the production this year, did not have a sack. Did have several hurries, had several sacks last year. So the production has not yet matched the talent. But to me, the talent far exceeds what Matthew Judon had. So to me, you bring in Owe, you know, you have a lot of those, um, you know, heady veterans like a Calais Campbell on that team. They're going to bring him along, show him the way. I think watch out. I think sky's the limit for him. And once
0: again, Baltimore is just going to hit a home run. It's a very, very Baltimore pick. Uh, We have a trade at 32. The Philadelphia Eagles jump back into round one. The Eagles trade 37 overall, 123 overall in the fourth round, and 150 in the fifth round to Tampa Bay to jump up to number 32. Eagles fans everywhere are very excited And with the 32nd pick in the first round of the 2021 NFL mock draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select linebacker, Jamin Davis, Kentucky. Yeah. So
1: first I was thinking about giving the Eagles perhaps the best kicker, you know, in the draft. But then I figured, you know what, this makes sense. You know, look, all of those draft pieces that the Eagles acquired, not only um, in the Carson Wentz trade, in the trade to go back from 6 to 12, and then also in the, mock trade that I had you know some of them I think are going to be used for next year or perhaps to acquire certain people under investigation right now hint 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 uh but I think you could also use some of that I wouldn't be shocked to see the Eagles go back into the tail end of the first round to pick up a guy who may have fallen a little further than they anticipated to me here in this board honestly I have Jamin Davis as a guy who was like a top 20 player but it just worked out that he was available 32. And as you talked about, the Eagles have a lot of holes. This is a multi-year rebuild. This is a guy, and we've we you know how many times, Mike, have you joked throughout the year about the linebacker room in Philadelphia? This is a guy who, you know, we talked about all the projects that the Eagles have drafted at linebacker. This guy really is uh, you know, ready to just hit the ground running. Six three, two thirty-four, four, three, seven, forty-yard dash. He, when you watch him, uh, when you watch Kentucky play, just flashes sideline to sideline. Great going backwards, going forwards in terms of pass coverage or run defense. Really solid. It is a blitzer. I think he's a tone setter. When he hits you, he hits you. I think Philadelphia fans will really like this kid if he ends up, you know, coming and wearing.
0: I'm sorry, again It's not Kelly Green. I guess Midnight Green. It is midnight green. A lot of the consensus of <laughs> from the Eagles people, your Ruben Franks, your Ray Diningers is that your scenario, not necessarily the player, but the scenario is going, could very well play out that way. That's why they are accumulating draft capital. Look, I'd like to move. I would like to move as an Eagles fan. That is it. That that's that's it. That's round one. We're done. We're done here. You're listening to this on Tuesday, hopefully, and you're saying, wait a minute, you said a three-round mock draft. That is correct. Join us for part two coming up tomorrow exclusively everywhere well everywhere on podcasts and at, at social media at gl stand show sports i'm like that's brett he did all the work i just talked say goodbye to the people oh goodbye i thought you were just gonna you know head out no now we are see you later <laughs>